0: What's up! This is a special edition of Marcia's Plate where we review the show polls on FX. All right. Ah. Uh, what Diana say? Don't call the doctor. Don't call my mama. Don't call the preacher. I don't. Need- Welcome back to Marcia's Plate. Make sure if you join the conversation, you hashtag Marcia's Plate and PoseFX. Um, we're going to cover a lot of topics. This episode was really deep, um, heartfelt. So if you hear us talking about anything and you have something to add, make sure you hashtag us. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. We are under... M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. That's M-A-R-S-H-A-S-P-L-A-T-E. Hashtag us. We don't care if you agree or disagree. We just want to hear your opinion. So, you know, come join the conversation. Brandon, what you got to say?
1: All right. So we are back with episode 4.0. Titled The Fever. The
0: Fever. <laughs> ah, yes.
1: Um, one thing that I wanted to uh, point out before we get started, or I guess as we get started, um, yeah. I thought it would, uh, just a shout out to a couple of the people on Instagram that I follow or that I know uh, personally or through social media. Uh, one of them being Fat Femme on Instagram. That is Fat I, I
0: follow Femme. her too. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know if their gender, I, I no, 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 because no, I think it's a boy, right? I'm not. Yeah, um, I, I don't, don't think they're trans though. I think they're just fat. No, I, yeah, I
1: think they're just a fat, femme fishy yeah, boy. I fo- yeah, I
0: follow. I don't. I, I'm sorry if I misgendering you. I'm not for sure. Yeah, but, I don't know. But girl, you my love, and I follow you. Right. <laughs> hey, girl. So I don't know if you're trans or not, but I just call. I don't know. So yeah. I'm not going to call you a girl because I don't think you identify with being trans. But anyway. In, I in an effort not to misgender you. <laughs>
1: yeah, so. in an effort. Sorry. Um, yeah, so Fat Femme is one. Um, oh, uh, Lisa Prodigy made an appearance as well.
0: We'll talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, oh, and one of my all-time favorites, uh, Miss Queen Mother, Sanaya Ebony. She made yes. her appearance too and, and her... You know, her little shimmy shake. So, it was nice to see them. Um, I just, I got really excited
0: for that. Yes. So, <laughs> so let me, I want to start off with some commentary about the show as well. Um, if you are not watching this show. Shame on you. <laughs> yes, because you're really, really missing out. Um, I, at first, I was being kind of. This episode was the highest rated episode so yes, far. Yes, it which was so far. Um One thing that I thought I really when probably episode three last last week when I watched it, I thought that it was in the question of who why is this not popular or why is it not um, why is not getting the rating because I kept seeing people's comment like if we want people to. you know, if we want to see our stories on TV, we gotta support them. And I kept seeing these just these hints of people like, oh, maybe it's not getting the ratings that it is. And so I had to think like, why is this not getting the ratings that it is? And so one of the things that I thought was, it's really, really specific. And I in at first I was thought that was a negative thing because. You know, it has something to do with AIDS and you know how people are don't never relate to that. They think that's a gay thing. Mm-hmm. It has something is is centered around trans folk and that's such a small group of people. They like, uh what? I don't relate to that at all. They think we aliens. Um, gayness is not as um alienated in this day and time. But around this time in the eighties, it kinda was too. It wasn't we didn't have the Ellens yet. Mm. We didn't have the um you remember, like, even even like Luther Vandross wasn't out the closet. Nobody was coming out the closet. Mm. Everybody, um, you know, that was standard practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to do get their Queen Latifah on and not talk about it at all. <laughs> you Queen feel Latif- what I'm saying? <laughs> it was. It's kind of like we didn't have the Janelle Monáe's. We didn't have the you know the people who nobody. It was like no. Mm. In the same way, the transness, like you know, they said you don't be out. You go get your sex change and cut yourself off from everybody. that was the standard of practice. And I think gayness too in regards to being open about it, no you don't talk about it. You just be a star and go live your life and you do that on the low.
1: Well, that's just even that's just talking about the the, the the straight or the non-gay community, the non-LGBT community that can't that feel as though they they can't relate to the show but I my thing is the the members of the LGBT community, Mm-hmm. That you know feel that that they can't relate to the show or because or, or, they're not in the ball scene, I right?
0: Think those people are just stupid. Yeah. So um, right. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, you're just stupid. Like really, you don't because you're not. Get the fuck out of here! Like it's so many, and that's that that kind. So I point think that I was gonna. So make, I
1: think those two factors could be fe- affecting the ratings.
0: But the point that I was gonna make is like we watch so much shit that we don't relate to at first i was like oh it's kind of too specific it's 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 too many things that really affect our community really really specifically that i don't think people relate to but then i'm like what it's so many things look at that fucking um what's the one recently is it dallas buyers club that got all the oscar buzz
1: The, the one with the where he was selling the aids medicine yeah
0: like, like mm. that movie blew up, and that was a really, really specific storyline, and it had a trans character. Well, it wasn't a trans actor playing it, but it was a trans character, and it got it kind of went kind of mainstream, so I was like, well, maybe I'm tripping, well, thinking that but, it's but too that,
1: specific. But that was cast with a bunch of like A-list actors and things like that. This is cast with just, you know, us. Yeah, but so it's still that may Ryan
0: be... Murphy and the money and the resources behind it, though, too. You see what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of grasping at straws. But anyway, let me say this. This is, to me, an unconventional family drama. I think this is about, and I think this is why it's relatable. It's an unconventional family drama because this is a family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's about people who are living unconventional lives, who are making the choice to celebrate and live their lives to the fullest in the middle of one of the most horrific American tragedy tragedies post civil rights era to me. Um, I think that Ryan Murphy created this to give light to a particular community that we all know that's in this community. We know about this. We mm-hmm. this is our history. And I think he's shining a light on it. And behind the scenes, he's giving um, minorities and women opportunities that other people aren't, aren't giving them. So when we talk about, oh, we want to see ourselves reflected on TV. Oh, we want to see black people get jobs behind the scenes of movies and shows. We want to see other women get jobs behind the scenes, like directing um, episodes and stuff. We want to see them get opportunities. This is somebody using their privilege. Ryan Murphy, a white gay man, using his privilege to put us center stage to give us the opportunities. How dare us not support? Like, and it's not about me guilting people into support. It's just like we ask for this type of representation, right? Yep. Didn't we ask for this?
1: But that's how people are, though. Like, as soon as you get what they, as soon as they, I don't know why. I I I don't know. I, I have to.
0: It's weird. It's yeah, to me I got you. because Because, and maybe it's the activist rebel in me. Like, soon as I see some shit, like even this, like this show, the very first episode to me, not towards the end, but the beginning of it, real, was campy as fuck to me. Mm-hmm. The acting was like, oh, like it was grin. I was cringing. Like, you, you was here with me. Mm-hmm. I was cringing, and I was like, oh, like, I was worried. That the bad acting was gonna be like, oh, they're not gonna give us a chance to grow, right? But then, or then it started towards the end of that even that episode, it started to get better. Yeah, and I was like, um. But then as we went on, I'm still gonna give it a chance. Give it a chance because I want to see, I want to see my reflection. I, I mean, want to see my history. It's bad acting and everything. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's something. So, so, I mean, you know. I'm like so. I wanted to. I, I'm gonna give it a chance. Like I'm gonna always show some love. Like even I'm not in fu- in the fucking drag. But when Drag Race first started coming out, I thought it was. This, drag is a part of our culture and our history. So yep. of course I'm gonna share it and say, Oh, RuPaul got a, a reality show coming out before it was all big like it is now. I was sharing it and talking about it because this is a part of our culture, mm-hmm. and so. For it to be given any kind of light, any kind of shine, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna support it.
1: Well, it was, I, I was never a thought like, oh, I'm gonna give this a chance. Like I lived from, from the second post came on, like the from the second yeah. I saw it, I, it was no, oh, I'll just give this a chance or oh, this acting is bad, but I'll still give. It was I lived. Mm-hmm. That was it.
0: Yeah, I just got, you know, I I'm, I like to, I critique. If it's late, I'm going to say it's late. I'm going to say still supporting. <laughs> because even, like, now, um, I don't necessarily like Elektra's. Her acting? Dominique's acting. I'm not. But see, like, this is my thing. Like, I thought that she was given um, Crystal LaBeija. We talked about that before. Right. I thought she was given this character and maybe her giving that essence of her comes off as bad acting
1: I think that's what it is
0: but I have literally met old school trans women Mm -hmm. that give this inauthentic air about them like when you talk to them they all sound like oh I am. <laughs> and that is really how they, said, they talk you to said, you. You boom, boom, boom. Yes. And they give you this air that's kind of like, and they have done it for so long that it is them. And it seems like if you met them for the first time, you would think that this is them putting on, but mm-hmm. it is them. And so I don't know if I'm trying to make excuses for it. I don't know if I'm trying to make excuses <laughs> for the acting, but that's what it kind of seems like. And if that is what it is, then it is real. Like she is playing that character. She is playing Crystal Lavage. Yeah, like I watch her
1: Instagram, and I try to like when I watch her when I watch her videos that she posts and things like that. I try to clock like, like you know, clockable things that I can like. Oh, mm-hmm. okay, Chelsea, she really is like that, or she isn't. But it's kind of like kind of weird. It's kind of, you kind of can't really tell. Mm. It's like okay, well, whatever.
0: So, another thing that I wanted to point out is right in 2018, for the past five, ten years, there has been a lot of straight people that have totally swagger jacked gay shit.
1: Oh, but that's been forever.
0: I know, but it's really have been really concentrated in the past ten years. And and especially in the ball scene. Right. So, of course, we know we had Madonna back in the day with The Vogue, even though she gave them platform and she, you know, she told where she got it from. She was appreciating it, so I get it. Um, But I feel like these motherfuckers, Madonna, NeNe Leaks, Beyonce, Tamar Braxton, all these motherfuckers should be promoting the show. At least talk about it. Mm -hmm. Because y'all done swagger jacked a lot of this fucking culture and put it out there and especially like a Nene Leaks and a Tamar Braxton.
1: Yeah, I was just getting ready to say Especially Tamar.
0: like them. Like y'all motherfuckers have stolen everything. Like y'all her <laughs> per- whole personality yeah. on the shows that y'all on is fucking film queen or butch queen. Right. And it's like y'all can't repost the link. Y'all can't, y'all can't give a review or something like come on y'all like no, really no thanks. it's not their job but i just thought it was it's funny to point it point it out that these people are swaggerjacking yet you know silence oh my god i want to thank all of our new patrons this week thank you thank you thank you yeah 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 So not only are you helping to sustain this particular podcast, you know, I also donate to other podcasts, I donate to other organizations. I have my finger on the pulse of the community and I know a lot of grassroots organizations that are doing great work out here. So you're not only helping to sustain us, you're helping to sustain other people in a community because I put my money where my mouth is. You know, that's just the kind of bitch I am. Community as fuck. <laughs> so, thank you. I really, really appreciate you. And if you have not become a patron, why have you not? You can donate as low as a dollar a month. It doesn't matter. Anything helps. Please. Do I have to play Sir McLaughlin and show you puppies? Like, what do I have to do? Do I have to do, resort to what the white people do to get you to give them money? <laughs> All righty. Anyway, thank y'all. And the Patreon and PayPal link is at the bottom. Back to the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's get into the show. So it starts off with Femme Queen body category.
1: My fave, one of my faves.
0: I love this category (laughs) because it celebrates the juiciness of a woman. A juicy baby. (laughs) So Candy decides, Candy played by Angelica Ross, um, beautiful girl. Normally, Candy walks face and wins, like like Tell said. But, girl, she was feeling... Honey, her juice. <laughs> she was feeling juicy tonight. She was feeling juicy that night and decided to walk film queen body. <laughs> and Praetel said, Girl.
2: No, ma'am, honey.
1: <laughs>
0: no, ma'am. <laughs> and got to read, Girl, this is about lusciousness and body. And you giving me.
1: She said, girl, I can't, I can't squeeze you
0: and get no juice. Honey, she said, come down and try. All right. <laughs> so she comes to do the category after she's walking after these luscious. All the girls was luscious. Just... You had Lisa, mm-hmm. Lisa Prodigy. You had. I wish I, I knew know, the name of the other, first other girl. girl. Uh, uh, they ju- was juicy and body. Tits right. out, Juicy nipples. Juicy. Baby. Juicy <laughs> nipples. I said, oh, you go. So you go see all these bitches, size. I don't know what Lisa's. She kind of short and small, so I don't know how big she is. But all these looking like plus size girls. Right. <laughs> and you think you going to come and win the category with she these. Said, baby, I am candy, honey. With 12 and up. <laughs> honey. Like, really? Not this junior shade. Honey, with this junior <laughs> miss shade. <laughs> Girl, <baby>. No. <laughs> go sit down, and she should have got. Chopped. Yeah. <laughs> she okay. should have even been able to walk. I'm sorry. Good day. But, and they and they should have made her get chopped. That would have been more sickening. Yeah, but I think, you know, this is a different time in the culture. You know, they give mm. you your scores as you got the mark of the beast. The six, six, six. Six, six. scores <laughs> that you can get. So, have you ever s- tried to walk a category that wasn't meant for you? I think you told us about this uh, week. Yes. Yeah.
1: It was. Oh gosh. Like when I first started, like they was like, um, you know, my friends was like, uh, walk up you know, you should walk this, you should walk that, whatever, whatever. And when you when 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 you first get introduced to it, you you like okay, you're just trying to get in where you fit in, really. Right. And so like there was like two or three other categories I had walked prior to sex siren and. Oh it was just like oh every time i see that little kid <laughs> when she got wish she got her sixes. that's I, how you know I the know, feeling i know the feeling baby it happens to everybody <laughs> so yeah i yeah and 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 i think it happens to most people i think people who say they don't most of them be lying but
0: so they don't what
1: that that say that they have never walked the category or got chopped or silly oh, things yeah. like that like I, you hear you hear the comments
0: but Mm. But yes, it, it it was very nostalgic moment for me that scene. Well, I I think what you got to talk about is for especially for a trans girl this particular category. There's a certain level of pressure, particularly for a black trans woman. Okay, because in white culture, being skinny and waif and um boy-like, you know how models are shaped. Mm -hmm. They kind of praise that look. They kind of look at that like, oh, yes, so skinny, so da 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 But in the black community, even though we are under this umbrella of Eurocentric ideals of beauty, there still was a different standard in black culture. Yeah, Being curvy and thick as a woman, we celebrated that. No matter... Yeah, you might... We might have wanted some straight old hair, but Uh we might have got our perms and we wanted the curly hair and da-da-da-da-da back in the 80s and 70s, da-da-da-da-da, but we still wanted that ass. We need that shape, (laughs) baby. We need that shape, baby. We need them curves. That was a part of being a woman. So I can see, I know me as a trans woman coming up, I never, never, (laughs) never, 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 baby. Never wanted to be... Statuesque? Statuesque, skinny, bony. <laughs> I wanted to be thick. I wanted to be juicy. I wanted to be jiggly. I wanted to be soft. I wanted to... All the things that the women complain about. Saddlebags. No. Th- thick arms. I wanted all that. Because to me, that re- that translated to woman. Because you don't see dudes with all that shit. You don't see dudes with that. Thick legs. and It's just... Even the sag, not saggy breasts like old lady saggy, but the the sag, the natural sag of a breast. I didn't want implants. I didn't want anything that looked it art, looked artificial. Mm. So I, when I soon as I decided, hey, this is the life I'm living, baby. I cut me out some went to Joanne's. Got me some pads. Oh, you went the candy (laughs) route. Baby, I went the candy route. Got me some pads. But anybody who know me know my past was real in love. Oh. (laughs) But got me some pads. Cut me some pads out. And baby, that was what it was. Now, what I used to hate, just like they did candy in the show, when I would be in high school, niggas would walk past me and pat my ass and it would give that
2: (laughs) (laughs) Pillow booty. (laughs) That
0: pillow booty. Boom. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it would embarrass the fuck out of me but that just that's paying my dues as a trans woman <laughs> but that's it just I always wanted it to be thick I always wanted it to be juicy so you know my options were hey pad and then my next option was silicone Angel and Candy goes to the upscale quote unquote silicone lady Clarissa Clarissa baby so, Clarissa, as when we start talking to her, she's talk start talking about how she she was the um, apprentice to the white doctors. Once again, I talked about this on one of the other episodes. At this point, you know it's I'm not it's still going on now to a certain extent, but we kind of own our Black Lives Matter shit. But white people were always the good standard, mm-hmm. so that's why Clarissa was was telling them, you know, I, I was under the tutelage of white doctors in Uptown and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, because anything white to these, this Mexican, not she's not Mexican, she's Puerto Rican, or mm-hmm. she's Dominican. I think Puerto Rican. She's Latinx. So um this Afro-Latina girl and this black girl coming into the coming into my office let me tell you about all these white people that I was under cuz I know you're going to take this as as prestige because anything white is going to be prestigious mm-hmm. so she's giving them all this spiel she got all the white girls in their body on pictures on the on the wall and models and she's just you know she's giving them more informed um more informed information about the silicone where she got it from. You know, she just seems more classy.
1: Yeah, a little more professional.
0: Right, compared to later on in the um, in the show, they meet... Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her name, but yeah, she reminds me of Ursula. Her name and... is... Uh, Miss Orlando. Miss Orlando. So Miss Orlando, on the other hand, she's doing the same thing that Clarissa is doing. But... It just seems more shaky. You know, and she telling you, baby, I got my stuff from Honduras. It's basically the same thing. I'm adding some things to it to make it the same thing. And, and that's when
1: I get my things in exit exactly. and eggs Exactly.
0: You get your... Wait, 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 So, I will go to that. But she's giving you this this shaky story and, you know, she got her titties done and her lips done.
1: Plump lip and luscious <laughs> breast, And luscious
0: breast. And she was like, honey, did you come to steal my secrets or are you trying to get beautified? So... I personally have been in both of these scenarios, and I said yes to both of these scenarios. Mm -hmm. So, and another one, going out the country. So, um, the first time that I got pumped, I got pumped by a lady like... Miss Orlando? um, Miss Orlando. Mm -hmm. But she wasn't as jazzy as... She was like a mixture of Miss Orlando and Clarissa. So... She was nice like Clarissa. She wasn't... Like, Miss Orlando, that hustler spirit that I saw on her would have turned me off. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have felt like, you trying to set me up. Like, my discernment, my hood discernment would have been like, child, get my things. Good day. But Clarissa, I would have believed, right? Because mm-hmm. Clarissa, even though silicone both sides of the avenue is dangerous, right. the way they are loose silicone in your body is dangerous both of them can kill you baby (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not she's saying it in this nice bedside manner compared to this other blah 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 now the other one seems like she might have to be putting some other bullshit in you but and miss clarissa might be putting the right shit in you but the procedure is still dangerous no matter what you do Mm. like it doesn't matter so um and she might be getting some good results But it still can be dangerous. You're still taking a risk by doing it. Just like any surgery. Like Mm. Even legit surgery, you can die. You can die from anesthesia. (laughs) You can die from the the legit surgery. Anything that alters your body, you can die from. So I remember I was like 17. No, I wasn't 17. I wasn't that young. Um, I think I was like 19. I was in college. And I had been on moan, so I had a little hormone titty or whatever. And I met this guy named Warren at school, gay man. And he took me over because I was the trans girl that was going to Jackson State and there had never been a trans girl. He was kind of using me as like a um, kind of like people use people in the ball scene. Like I'm flaunting. I know this girl. Mm-hmm. And so he was kind of flaunting me to the the other, the local girls in the city I'm gonna bring you over this girl house, this girl house, and this girl house, and just make sure make it seem like we're the best of friends because everybody's talking about you. Because oh. you, you're going to Jackson State as a trans girl. So he was taking me to all these girls' house. So we finally went to this girl named Tiffany's. And um Tiffany uh, At the time I would have thought she was a silicone monster. I mean, now I would have thought she was a silicone monster, but at the time she had some things going for her that I was like, "Ooh, mm. how do I get those things?" <laughs> so, you know, she had a body she had that I wouldn't right now. My mind now, I wouldn't have liked it. Mm. Like if I looked at it now, I'd be like, oh, I don't like that. That looks silicone." But at the time, I didn't know anything, hadn't seen anything, hadn't so I just like, "Oh god, how did you get this?" And I come from a city where people were really selfish and stingy about information to, and access to advancement. It was like that in St. Louis, too. Mm. So where I'm from, people was secretly going to hormone doctors but not telling other girls about mm-hmm. the hormone doctors. They would tell their duties about the electrolysis lady who doing it for $50 but mm-hmm. won't tell everybody else. If it's a silicone party happening, they'll tell They'll tell their Judy's, but not tell another girl. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That's how the, the Indianapolis was at the time when I was younger in my teens. So it was all everybody was on this race to get stuff first. Yeah, okay. It, race to get titties first. Race to get hips first. Race to be. It just was a race. So me being a girl, I don't know how to say this. Uh, I was the light skin girl mm-hmm. of my city, so that put me. Just because I was light-skinned, it put me at an advantage and a disadvantage. So, because I was light-skinned in in this world, oh my God, we praise light skins, But it also made the other girls automatically not want to help me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, even though I wasn't shady, even though I was never acting stuck up to them or... Shrouding my light skin. Oh, I'm light skin and pretty. (laughs) I was never that girl. But because it don't matter if you that girl or not, because we know you get the privilege of this light skin skin that you're in. And the dudes talk about you and the uh, the gays talk about you and praise you because of these things. We're not going to help you. (laughs) <laughs> we're not going to give you the access to get your titties done. Uh-huh. We're not going to give you the access to the hormone people. So Light you skin me, and titties. And the hormones. And yes. hormones. Yes. Girl, we ain't going to give you no tea. Oh, I don't know. They don't see everybody. They used to give me every excuse in the book. I remember this girl. I'm going to ask her about her hormone doctor. Baby, she gave me this whole runaround until at the end. I was like, girl, <laughs> <laughs> So you basically just don't want to give me the information, okay, girl? I get it. All right, baby. All right, baby. And (laughs) I tipped right on off for her. So and but it taught me even in my years later that I didn't want to be that girl. So anytime somebody wants information from me, I give it to it freely. Like, I don't ever hold anything back. Oh, do you got a number to Dr. Melania? Here's a number. Here's where you will stay. Oh, do you got the number? to do- Who's your electrolysis? Here's a number. Da-da-da-da. Tell her I sent you. Oh, do you know? You get what I'm saying? Like, I always give the information. Mm-hmm. So, at this time, I was looking at Tiffany, and I was looking at her like, oh, like, oh, my God. Like, how did you get these things done? And she was kind of giving me the runaround. Oh. She was kind of giving me the runaround, blah, 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 blah. So I was like, okay. So I don't heard this spill before. So I see what she's trying to do. She's giving me the runaround. I'm the new girl in the city. Uh, half of you bitches don't even live full time. Oh. Like it was probably, Tiffany and another girl was the only girl that was living full time in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm. But this is a different place than Indianapolis. So, so I, I the gay boy ends up getting the connect to the silicone lady. How? I don't remember how, Oh, but he's, he ended up getting the connect and Tiffany was mad that he gave me the connect. So instead of, so when I called the silicone lady, her name was Tracy. When I called the silicone lady, Tracy tried to tell her that she, so Tracy, I mean, Tiffany tried to tell Tracy that Tiffany gave me the number. But when I got in there, Tiffany was there Mm -hmm. and she was trying to get like some little Points with Tracy, the silicone doctor, to try to say, like, oh, I brought this client to you, so can I get some work done too? Mm. So, but I made it clear, no, Warren gave me your number. She didn't give me your number. <laughs> uh-huh. Because remember, the last time I asked her for your information, she actually didn't want to give it to me. Right. <laughs> so, so right there in her face. What did she I'm say? Like, did she say anything? She was like, Oh, I I Told you about her, and yes, you told me about her, but you didn't give me her number. Like I wanted to get her number. Warren had to give me her number. No. And Tracy was like, "Oh, the tea <laughs> comes out." <laughs> and so I fucked up her hookup on the silicone that she wanted. Right. So As be. right, girl, girl, you was not. You didn't want to give me the tea. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Bye bye. So I got my face done. And in the moment, and I'm and I and I just being honest about silicone, um, the not knowing is what allowed me to go through with it. You see what I'm saying? Like in that nobody I had no education oh, about, I see, I see, I see. about silicone, the dangers. All I saw was I seen girls with it. They were alive. <laughs> and looking big. They were looking big. Their cheeks was cute. Some girls was late. Um, I hadn't seen any monsters yet, so you know when I say mm, I don't want to say that because it might be somebody listening that has had a horrible experience about with silicone. I apologize. I hadn't seen anybody with negative um, results mm-hmm. from um, from silicone, like really negative. Yet yeah, at that time, I hadn't seen it. So all these girls who I saw look up to. I was like, oh, my God, they got in their life. And then you got this lady saying, oh, I know how to do it. And I have this. And then she showed me this bottle with the medical grade silicone on it. And this and then this and then that and then that. And Mm -hmm. so me not knowing any information about it, me not um, just having this basic knowledge about it of people who had it, it made me say yes. It made me take the risk. Mm -hmm. It made me um, want the advancement. So I sat in her chair and she did my face, and it made me look more feminine. So you were happy with it? I was happy with it, and
1: I mean, happy with it in that moment. Happy with it for for
0: the for the whole time I had it until maybe a couple of years when I learned about things. Oh, okay. when I learned about things and. What I didn't, and so I hadn't been on hormones for that damn long, so what you don't know is that you hormones changes your body, and so you there's certain things you might not need if you're on hormones mm. that you think you need when you're not okay, and so when I got on hormones, it made me fuller even in my face, so that on top of the silicone. My face looks way fuller than it naturally. Like I got a fat girl face with a regular girl body, mm. so my face it wasn't disfigured or anything, but it did look a little bit bigger than I should look okay. with the body that I had. So in pictures from the neck up, it looks tough, <laughs> but when you put proportionally all together, it a looks bobblehead. Hmm. <laughs> so, um. Then as, as time went on, um, I found a doctor in Mexico, Dr. Molina, and I, I didn't go to, wait, 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 wait no, 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 I had, a, I had a, I don't know if she wants me to say her name, she's, Tracy is actually dead she actually went to prison the silicone doctor tracy is dead she actually went to prison for killing a cis girl a six stripper from atlanta oh yeah i remember yeah that That was her yeah that was her with the
1: really big booty yes
0: not the not the one from florida not Duchess, but there's one named tracy tracy morris in mississippi that had killed a stripper from atlanta and um they took her to in mississippi there's something called um a, a, a deprived heart some kind of murder by deprived heart mm-hmm. something it's a special kind of law in mississippi <laughs> oh. something where you heartlessly kill somebody and so it i think it was just them being extra because she was a trans woman and because she did something wrong the the girl voluntarily sat on her table and she pumped her like she did anybody else and I don't think there's a maliciousness in there, but you know, you kind, you know, you're not a doctor and you are doing it. It's like, uh, this is a risk you take. And mm-hmm. So somebody died, and she went to prison, and she actually died in prison. So, anyway, I, I say all that to say this: a lot of people judge girls. They're easily like, "Oh my God, why would you go get silicone?" When in the moment, I couldn't get implants. Like, I couldn't, I didn't have any credit. No, my credit was bad because my mama had got a credit card in my name when I was younger. No. So I couldn't get credit. Um, I didn't have access to funds and resources. I didn't know anything about hoeing at the time. Mm. I didn't have any other, getting $4,000, 5000 for some breast implants for a 17, 18-year-old, that was impossible.
1: Might as well be five million. Might as
0: well be five million. Like I had never seen that amount of money at the time. And so I never, you know, it just was inaccessible to me. And so this person is telling me I can give them $150 and they'll pump my titties to where they look right. Where they look like I can do something with them. Even more than my little hormone titties, and it seems like the hormone titties are not working. and the tray gonna live like, for me? All right, and you got this pressure to be curvy, and I when 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 Angel and uh, back to the show when Angel and <laughs> Candy talked about you know just the pressure of being curvy, mm. especially for black girls. It's different for white girls. Like they can just get on moms and have their little man shape and not be fishing. <laughs> <laughs> that it can be soft and smooth, but it's no hips and Peter Pan uh, baby, uh, 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 just this little boy shape, and it still be feminine because white girls like that look too. So they, you know, being that skinny up and down, big old titties or or that being that little wave shape ain't never been something black culture liked. Mm-mm. So it so you need a body if you was gonna be a woman, especially a black woman, you need a body, and so. I knew the pressures of being that, and I took the risk. They had, she said it was $150 a treatment, and so I went and got some Mm. twice. Well, to be fish, to be fish, it is what it is. (inaudible) (laughs) So Damon is end up getting, um, getting sick. Right. So he has a fever, and he, and he, Blanca is asking him all these questions. Like, is he having sex, safe sex with um, Ricky? Now, mind you, we know Blanca from the beginning of the episode, from the beginning of the show, is positive. Mm-hmm. And then she, everybody know Ricky is that street nigga that, that plays in the dark arts. The witchy, the la <laughs> the la witchy. So, you know, she's an older girl. She knows how it is. And she was like, okay, y'all having sex. So y'all protecting yourself? And he's giving, he was like, I was, she was like, what's your symptoms? And he was like, you know, he's giving like, I'm cold, I'm nauseous, and all this kind of shit that's going on. And she's like, Mm, have you been having safe sex or rough sex or what's going on? So they start to have this safe sex conversation. Mm-hmm. And Damon is like, "Um, He you said, know.
1: well, most of the time we did.
0: Most of the time, and it only takes one. It only takes, especially if you.
1: Bottom-in. Because, you know, you only get it if you receive it.
0: (laughs) Up to (laughs) them. (laughs) You only get it if you are receiving it. So, um, and it's funny, thinking about this era in this time, like, we really didn't know shit about this disease. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Like, it wasn't what, like, now. We got this information, and it's been drilled down our brains and drilled down our throats. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) That, you know, some things. um, But at this time... There was, there were, we they didn't know shit. Even the doctors didn't know shit. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: On how it was, they literally thought it really was. They, they and Pray Tell talks about it later on that this is they really some of them thought that this was you know the, this is y'all punishment for being gay. <laughs> yeah, I've always thought it was,
1: um, what Pray Tell was implying, which is like you know they want to get rid of us. I've always thought that it was like. They made it. I, mm. feel, I feel like they made it. And then I well, feel, you still do,
0: yes. Oh, you conspiracy theory fish. No, I mean, uh, okay, <laughs> that's for okay. another show. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, um, and then you got Damon, he's from a small town, so he really don't know nothing. At least pray tell and Blanca, they've been living in a big city, so they kind of done dealt with it a little bit mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying where they know it's out here damon don't know shit and then the people around him is lying about it so think about it blanca didn't tell him right um pray tell come on later he don't he, nobody is talking about this no and i think that's what it is because of the stigma the st- st- and i think now too i think even now it's just different. So for example, so back then there was this stigma about HIV. You don't want the disease. It's for the gays. You don't want it. So you don't talk about it. You don't tell it. You don't know you're going to you gonna have it. You like they do for the whole rest of this show. You don't, people don't get tested. If you don't know I got it, I ain't got to worry about it. Right. This whole thing about not getting tested, not knowing, not being worried about it, not thinking when I think about it, then it's, it's that's when people get it And da, 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, all that kind of shit. All this weird ass shit. And even now, I think that even now, I think a lot of the reason why people are so uneducated about it now is because some things they don't know because it's like, it's been drilled in us so much that you should know it. So if you don't know, girl, what? Oh. And so it's a stigma now like, oh, I don't know it. So I got to pretend that I do know everything about HIV. Yeah and so because I should know it because I'm gay or I should know it because I'm trans but you might not know it it might not be in any kind of information for you
1: I mean I'm trying to think of I mean I guess maybe.
0: oh let me tell you I can tell you something that, I, that not recently like within like a month ago but maybe like three two or three years ago I didn't know that coconut oil broke down condoms I knew petroleum did oh but I didn't know coconut oil did
1: Well, girl, you may need to go.
0: Oh, I've been... (laughs) Oh, girl. Don't try it. It wasn't until maybe like five years ago that I didn't know that HIV was really, really hard to get from oral. Oh. Five, like maybe five years ago? Well, thank goodness.
1: Bless your heart because, girl... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All the gobbling you like to
0: do. <laughs> right. So, I'm thinking, it's really, really risky. And I'm thinking that everything is risky. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? So... Nah, spit breaks down the virus. So, it's, it's so many things that people don't... That could possibly not know. Mm-hmm. Um, Even that condoms are not 100% guaranteed. Right. Like, even that... Um. It's so many little things that they talk about, um, it, throughout the show that I think is really, really kind of amazing. Because when you think about it, like, like the whole, uh, you only can get it if you're the receiver. Uh, yeah. Um, you can only, you can't get it. You fuck with women, so you can't get it. Oh, we know that's not true. Now, right. right. Um. It's so many, all this miseducation that could lead somebody to making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And because of the stigma, it's keeping everybody quiet. I don't want to talk about it, suffering alone, because you don't want to be judged. You don't want to be treated differently. You don't want um, the I told you so from the outside world. Like, we knew you was going to get it. Mm-hmm. I told you so. And not to mention, like, the ones that
1: got put out and disowned because of that. Right. That you know?
0: their speech from their so, parents directly said, you're going to get AIDS and die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we told you this. Like, oh, uh,
1: yeah, that's crazy. Uh, Just the that would of be, that. be so tired to me.
0: Yeah. So, so make sure that you are educating yourself so that you know the real facts about HIV, whether you're straight, gay, woman, male, Trans, trans man, trans woman, um, female, um, non-binary, intersex. Uh Anybody who can have sex. Right. (laughs) Anyone. If you can have sex... If you're young, old, especially because HIV rates are on the rise for older people because y'all out here getting your swerve on. Right. <laughs> getting your um, geriatric cakes beat. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, you know, if you are out here getting it in, make sure you got the education and you are having safe sex. Like, Really? Yeah, you can
1: always use PrEP if you don't want to use a condom, baby. Just pop that pill, and then mm. no loads refused, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You still can get syphilis and
0: herpes. Baby, this is about, we're talking about HIV. Uh, yes, baby. <laughs> <hey, laughs> uh, you still can get things with PrEP. <laughs> Be careful. Prep is good. Yeah, yeah, To protect you from HIV, but it's other stuff out here that you can catch that ain't good for your whole bitches. Yeah, that is true. So moving on to Electra. So I thought Electra. So we go to the scene where Electra's with her man. Baby, uh, S.B. SVU unit. Law right. on order, order, baby. Yes, dun, dun. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> I love seeing him in this in this role. Um, So we see her and they have this conversation and they have sex and she's in this lovely apartment. And he
1: don't mind taking gay roles. I live.
0: Or gay esque whatever roles. But I love anyway. it. That's a great actor. Play your play your roles. Right. <laughs> so, um they have this I can't I couldn't look just her being his bed wench was kind of fucking triggered my my ancestors. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the scene where oh, no. she's laying in the bed and he's standing up and she's basically She's is bear wench. It just the racial part of that really just stood out to me where I was like, ah, this, this <laughs> a white motherfucker. Don't That's give me right. to all.
1: He said, I gave you your life, baby. I gave you a real life.
0: And so when I think about the situation, just him threatening to take her stability away, um, it made me think of Melania Trump. It made me think of all the people who are in positions with men with money mm-hmm. that are under these strict rules that it's their way or the highway. You fit this perfect image. You fit um you better fit this perfect image to the T and you better do things how I want you to do them. Right. Or you're out of here. Or out you're gonna here. lose all that you have under me. That's right. And so one of the things that we we always talk about um physical abuse and verbal abuse and emotional abuse. But a lot of times we don't talk about financial abuse. Yes. That patriarchy um, kind of looms, that kind of um, fuels. And um, we know how that can be something that can keep a woman in a, in a particular particularly dangerous unhealthy situation because she doesn't have anywhere else to go Mm -hmm. she doesn't have the money to get out of the situation she doesn't have the um the means now this particular situation is kind of good for Electra because it's not abusive in the same way um it's not she just wants something different than he wants right but think about women in this same situation and the guy is violent and the guy is emotionally abusive, um, verbally abusive. And you get what I'm saying? He's not like him where you're just kind of my Barbie doll sitting up in on the house of the hill. right? Um, there's a lot of situation where, you know, financial abuse is a real thing. And women can't get off and under these circumstances because they don't have the resources. They don't have the money. So they feel they're stuck in it and they will be living with these dudes or, being abused by these dudes for years because they don't want to lose access to this either to this lifestyle or um just don't want to be homeless yeah it could be i think it's both yeah it could be multiple things so i i thought that was interesting to talk about um so electra walks realness Mm -hmm. and among other things um, in this particular part of the show, mm-hmm. um, and another girl pops up, Aphrodite, right? And she sits her down,
1: like Aphrodite, lovely, baby,
0: right? She wins the category, and she went. She clearly they made it. They made it clear that she went to Bangkok and got her pussy done. So. Electra is looking at her like, oh, my God, I raised you bitches. You bitches is my sons. (laughs) And you done came up and wore me out. Right. Got your pussy. And, you know, it's like, oh, my God, I wore my pussy too. And um, they have this conversation um, in the diner. So describe that. How did you take that?
1: Um, It reminds me a lot of when I uh, met one of my ballroom sort of like idols i guess who i looked up to uh it was a it was a he walked sex siren and he was actually the reason that i got involved in, in in walking that category um and so um i don't know i was uh i guess you could say i was a fan for a couple years and then i actually ended up walking against him mm. and uh i actually walked against him more than once and uh the first time i beat him Um, we exchanged numbers and then we had like a meet sort of like that, like where they met up and I was just telling them, I was just like, you know. You're the reason I got into this. Right, all of that and uh, you know, he was real humble about everything and then we ended up being good friends, you know, and we're still friends now. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's just that, it it just kind of took me back to my little, you know, when I first started in my little experience with that, so
0: how did you take the sex change conversation?
1: The sex change conversation?
0: Oh, by the way, the, this acting on this particular part was cringe-worthy for me. <laughs> it was like, "Oh my God, this acting. But go ahead. Um, I mean,
1: I don't really know what to say in regards to the sex change.
0: Um, did it give you did it give you any insight on the perspective of a sex change? It just, uh,
1: I think that, uh, I think that it depends on the girl. Mm. Like, I think some some girls don't value it as much as others. Um, are you asking like, what do I feel like if I were? No, I'm just asking. Did it give
0: you any insight? Oh well, yeah, but it, but it.
1: Like, are you saying did it give me insight in regards to Electra?
0: Any any part of this sex change conversation, did it give you any new insight that you didn't have before?
1: Oh. Mm, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, it didn't give me, for somebody living the life, no. I think that there are girls who feel like a sex change is their completion. Mm. Um, then you have girls who are a little bit like Electra, Electra said, "I don't feel I, I'm going to be complete, but I feel like it's an inconvenience to have yeah, it down that's, there." Yeah, that's something that stuck out to me when she said that. Yeah, she said it's like, an oh. inconvenience.
1: Yeah, I was like, she must not really okay.
0: Yeah, because you know, I, for, for multiple reasons, I can't go swimming. I gotta tape every day. I gotta oh you yeah, know,
1: watching her have to tape that was kind of like, oh, have we ever seen that on TV? Yeah, Come on, yeah it was I was I was like, oh,
0: I, and they show the tape. I was like, oh, sorry, oh okay, <laughs> um then you know there's there's the those post-op girls it's a badge of honor to them um Mm, some of them feel like you're not a real trans woman if you don't go this far um and that that it kind of creates this hierarchy in the trans in the trans women community oh it it creates this like pecking order like oh we're the real women and you guys are not um there's a level of that in the community um, if you don't want a sex change, then you're not really a trans woman. Um, so there's post op, and then there's pre op. Pre op is the people who haven't had the sex change yet. Um, and then there's non op. Non op are people who can't or do not want to actually go that far. Okay, like they're comfortable. They, for whatever reason, have are comfortable with their body the way it is right now.
1: No still no surge, baby. Um.
0: I feel like I'm a non-op. I feel like I'm a person who... But non-op um, is no augmentations, right, at all? No, no, no. Non-op, it's multiple things that it could mean. So non-op could mean non-op surgery, like down-bottom surgery. Specifically, oh, I see. I'm non, not getting the bottom surgery. Oh. Um, And then non-op could be no surgery at all. No implants, no seal, no nothing. Dah, 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 dah. I'm, a I'm a non-op, of course, uh, obviously no bottom surgery so for me having bottom surgery technology hasn't gotten to where I want it to be enough for me to risk not having children Mm, okay so I at least want to have one child okay um but even like say that I have one child say that I already did technology still is not where it's supposed to be like I don't like the results I don't like um the analogy that I always use is um say you want to be a biker and somebody wants to sell you a bike but the bike doesn't ride like it doesn't um it doesn't have all the parts like it doesn't do everything that a bike does but the bike that this is the bike that you have access to it doesn't do all the things that a bike does but they want you so in, let's say
1: the bike rides but the brakes don't work right okay
0: or the bike ride but it's a bike but you would be a bike owner but it don't really have wheels it have square wheels and it doesn't ride it just it's just there okay. in your garage it's there and people can see the bike and say oh you own a bike Ooh, so nice but you can't really get the full
1: fledged. Um, and you and this, think and you think your you think your your your, your, your SRS
0: would be your coochie would be a bike with square wheels. It could be. It could be. It's a possibility for many things that it could be. It's possibility that you can have sensation. It's possibility that you could. It's a possibility that. Um, it's so many. Like it's mm. so many. It's surgery. Mm. So how you heal can change some things how the doctor you go to could be use a certain technique that changes some things Um, and then at the end of the day you can't have children with it right? so it doesn't regardless if it was the most amazing feeling pussy you can't have children with it so it still is a bike that can't it's still a bike that can't do what a bike does you see (laughs) (laughs) so for me that's not enough for me to spend my coins and go get it just for the sake of I want to feel complete. Mm -hmm. I feel complete now. Like I feel I'm a trans woman and I'm okay with being in that gray area. So previously in my teens, no, I thought that, I thought that, yes, you go get a sex change, but assimilation started to feel like, trans internalized transphobia to me Mm -hmm. like the to assimilate into cis womanhood started to feel like it's because being trans was not okay as as i get more woke and i get more educated about gender fluidity and educated about um biology and i started to feel like that the assimilation was late like a white like a black person that could pass for white just going and passing yeah and that's exactly what it is pure anti-blackness you feel Mm -hmm. what i'm saying like it's pure anti-blackness and so i feel like it's a certain level of transphobia that going that for me that i started to have and i started to have regrets and i started to have um not regrets doubts and i started to have doubts about it because it I don't know, it started to feel no, I know exactly. like I'm what, just yeah. doing it, like yeah. I would be just doing it it just started to feel weird. I can't even fully explain it, but it just started to feel like I'm saying that trans is not okay, no, I get what you're saying, yeah, so mm-hmm. so, but some girls it's like that's their ending, and that's okay too, and I think what I'm fighting for is for people to be whatever stage that they are in their transness for them to be okay and be able to live full lives and happy lives and accept mm-hmm. their body, whatever stage that they are. As it should be. I, I don't want people being pressured into going to get sex changes if they don't really want it. Um, I don't want people to feel like they can't get sex changes. Mm-hmm. I want them I want everybody wherever your transition stops and begins that you feel safe in a world where, you know, I can do this. That's right. where I'm fighting for, for a world where you can be safe wherever level. If you're the brickiest brick to the passable passable, whatever happens, you're safe. That's what the world I'm fighting for. Amen. (honk) So, let's go on to Damon and Ricky and their couple sex disease conversation. Okay. So, have you (laughs) had a conversation with somebody about sex and diseases and how did it go? Sex and diseases? Mm -hmm. Um... Because Ricky, because Damon is sick. You feel what I'm saying? He's sick, and um, every, and that's another thing about HIV, especially around this time, and even nowadays, when you get the a cold, when you get a <laughs> uh, anything, motherfuckers is like,
1: hmm. well, I mean, <laughs> don't I-
0: be coughing too loud or too much.
1: Yeah, I mean, I have you know those conversations we trade all the time, like, right? mm-hmm. and it, it, it's. It, it's usually real quick and brief, but uh-huh. it usually ends up coming up all the time. Because just... it's awkward.
0: Yeah. I think it's quick and brief because it's awkward. So they might be compelled to say, oh, are you safe? Yeah.
1: Are you safe?
0: Are you clean? Are you, you know? clean? Like, oh. which is kind of weird to me.
1: Yeah. Like... It's
0: like, if you knew anything, you would know that motherfuckers lie yeah so why,
1: why are you even asking and then we have the the conversations when you actually will find something on their piece or on their hole, you know a bump or this or that and i know what shit is i know what it looks
0: like i know what herpes look like yeah. i know what you warts words look like i know what hemorrhoids look like i know what shit looks like so yeah. if you have something and i'm like no in the middle it's uncomfortable but i'm gonna tell you no yeah. I'm not going to just put your dick in my mouth. Turn the lights off and put your dick in my mouth. No, I'm going to expect, I'm going to inspect it. Yeah, so, <laughs>
1: I mean, I've had niggas bend over and they have, like, active herpes or HPV, genital wart, shit like that all in their asshole, things like that. Or on their dicks, things like this. So it's like even, in the, even when I can't see anything, it, it usually always comes up. But I think when you're, especially like, when you're black and you're gay and then dealing with DL niggas too, um, I think that aids and hiv and it, it's always in the back of my mind i always just it just i just i don't know
0: that's just how think it's always it. been for me forever for me too like i got yeah. I, i'm gonna always think about it it just but all, it was drilled in us yeah it was drilled like i don't remember a time that it wasn't like, like especially with the 90s 90s yeah. was eight 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 you eight, walk eight. into a gay club in the 90s It's HIV posters everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's condom bowls everywhere. Yeah. It's this was a part of the non-profit organizations mm-hmm. way to get outreach this was right. their outreach so oh we're going to give condoms put condoms at the club mm-hmm. we're going to go to the host stroll and give hold, and give condoms to all the prostitutes the right. tranny prostitutes and the gay prostitutes yeah. and this is our, this is our outreach it was always yeah y'all know y'all can get aids here's a condom mm-hmm. you know you can get aids here's a condom it, it that was like drilled in our head, so you couldn't forget it so any you can't even enjoy sex And sometimes you might have some rebellious moment where you like, fuck it, I'm just gonna have some raw sex and get dick down, right? You know, and it's so—is that irresponsible? Absolutely, but it's real life, motherfuckers out here Mm -hmm. having raw sex. (laughs) That's just what it is. So, having a a conversation. Is really awkward, but you got, but they're adult conversations. Yeah, and I'm, I would. It's
1: not that awkward to me anymore. It used to be, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah I've kind of gotten over that. I guess that happens too once you've, once you get a couple, once you get like three or four warty dicks in your face, then you kind of just get over that whole awkwardness.
0: And I think <laughs> I guess what gay men might be different. I think for me, as a trans woman, that deals with straight men. Who I consider straight, uh huh, because they think that this is a gay disease, and it doesn't affect them, and it doesn't affect them. Yeah, <laughs> they come to me like, if anybody has it in this situation, it's you. It's Are you. you clean? Yeah, <laughs> and I gotta be like, nigga, what an interesting way to like. I never. Oh,
1: that is what? Why? Wow.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> when they come, when they come at me, they're like, if anybody, oh, I'm clean. I don't. I don't mess with nobody but you. Oh, what please. you mess with females? They can have AIDS, motherfucker. <laughs> and how I know you ain't messing with other trans women, and how I know you ain't messing with dudes. We only a step away from them motherfuckers. <laughs> well, you a trendy, so
1: you know that's what y'all do.
0: You child, <laughs> you sitting here trying to fuck me raw, oh, if and I'm sitting here trying to put a condom on you. If anybody got a disease, you, motherfucker. <laughs> No, cause you the receiver. Nah, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I just done got my dicks up, right? <laughs> like Poppy. <laughs> yes. So it is awkward, but it's just awkward. And you know what's so funny? Like niggas would try to raw sex me. They will try to. Um, wear me out or like i remember i used i messed with this dude and he would try to raw sex me boy stop you're just trying to raw sex me like he would ask me to take the condom off while i'm plunging him his butt right he would would ask me he just would say these things come on diamond live your best life (laughs) then when we would get uh, we say we would get into it like say months after that we would get into it he would always shadily bring up hiv Like, he would be like, I hope you get AIDS and die. Like, say what, I don't want to fuck with him. Like, I'm like, oh, get out of here. I don't want to fuck with you no more. You're shady. Uh, yeah, you always been a bitch. You always been a stuck-up bitch. I hope you get
1: AIDS and <laughs> die. Trey just told me that the other day. When I thought you Trey ran me down, mm-hmm. he didn't say he was, I all get AIDS. He hope I get AIDS, but he said the other shit.
0: Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. He, they always bring up HIV in a negative. Or say, or this is why he brought it up. I said, no, baby, I don't want to fuck with you no more. I've got another piece to give me his ass, and his ass good. Thank you. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you always got niggas. I looked at your phone you always got niggas hitting you up trying to get you trying to get you that's probably why you spreading AIDS spreading AIDS baby (laughs) the same nigga that was trying to get me to raw dog him Girl, but you, you were can't. trying to bear you were trying to get me to bareback you. Right. And bear back cum dumped you and treat you like a slut. And now your motherfucking ass is yeah. talking about Ace to me? TS Drop. TS cum I'm like, what? <laughs> like, really? How do you go from you bit asshole spread open? Mm, yummy. Me calming your backs to you fucking. Oh, you probably spreading AIDS. Nigga, if anybody got AIDS, it's you the one that want to get cum dumb. Oh, you know they are
1: quick to do all that instantly. 180 real fast.
0: So, it's funny because Damon, in the conversation with him and Ricky, he was getting mad at Ricky, but and he didn't know. It was lack of education. But I hate when to hear people blame other people for their statuses. Like, If you decided to have raw sex with somebody and they don't know their status and you didn't ask them their status and you didn't go get tested with them and you didn't do the responsible things to do in regard to protect yourself, you cannot get mad at the person if you catch something. End of story. (laughs) End of story. Because it's your health, it's your responsibility. So if you decide to take the risk and take the condoms off and not use the condoms, it is your responsibility. Now, would I be a little pissed if I knew somebody I already knew and they risked it with me? Oh, the twirl. Yes, I would be pissed. If they already knew, they done got tested, they know their status, and then they want to raw dog me and not tell me, mm. I'm still going to take the responsibility for myself, but I'm going to be fucking mad at this person because they knew that that they were risking me. So I'm still going to be mad. I'm still going to try to twirl them, still wear them out. Shouldn't have bit that poison apple, baby. But it's still, I still have to take the responsibility, my L, for myself because I knew better at this time. Now, I don't know about in 80s, but sometimes you got to take responsibility for the risk that you take. That is true. That's the end of the story. So... Then we go to the getting tested conversation at the diner with Pray Tell, Poppy, Damon, and Ricky. So I thought that was really great that um, Blanca um, convinced Pray Tell to get them to go get tested, right? Yeah, I thought it was a good thing. I mean... To me,
1: I think, yeah, testing is a good thing. But mm-hmm. I think that sometimes people should respect boundaries and all of that. And sometimes people don't want you to be telling them to get tested all the time. But in this but situation, but it's different. Cause I Manga think in the 80s was mommy. different.
0: I, and I think in the 80s Oh, yeah, yeah. I forget. Yeah. It we didn't know much about it. People was dropping like flies. It was like the Black Plague of the eighties. It was, like, it the was 80s. like the Black Plague yeah, of the eighties, and so it's like you need to know. We mm. need. We need to do something about it. So I think the. I think etiqu- I would. I,
1: oh, I think I would have been, uh, like, I think I would have been too scared to know, like, because it was like you get it and you die. Like it was so fast. Yeah. Like I. I don't. I think I would have just. Ooh, I think I would have just... I don't know. I, I think more Pray Tell just... Because I, I would worry about it all the time. Like, mm-hmm. it would be no no rest for me, no peace. Like, I would be so... As soon nut- as you get a sniffle. Yes. Like, yeah. that's, how, that's how real it would be. So I think I would not have gotten tested if I were in the 80s because I would yeah it,
0: I, I would I and would, that there's it's not like now where they say oh you can just go get on yeah meds. like it's it's if you find out you can just go get on your meds and you know the ex, the life expectancy is so long now with the medication da, da, yeah. blah, but back then where we are in the dark ages and we don't know pull out we your don't black veil anything. baby put black dress ready. right
1: get your veil ready get your affairs in order. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't have wanted to know
0: yeah it's like oh like uh but getting them to go get tested i think that was a good thing in regards to that so
1: and also uh the biggest for all them going together because i wouldn't want none of my duties to go with me if there's possible possibility of me getting some late tea i wouldn't want nobody to go
0: but do you think that the stigma was as deep? Oh yeah, I forget. Right now, yeah. you see something like that because this is the beginning. This is
1: no. This yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right.
0: The judgment may not be. It, the judgment is there, but in a different way because it's affecting our community so fast and harshly. We in this it together, and it may have been more a like level. they
1: felt more like it was life and death important.
0: So yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is. I, just, but I think you know it's what a I mean. it's a different time now. We going to get tested with somebody now. You worried about if somebody gonna tell your business because you worried you 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 thinking you gonna live because right. you think you can go get just get some meds and live. Right, and I don't want people to know my business. But back then, shit ain't nothing I need to know because I don't want to die. Right, <laughs> I keep so, forgetting. <laughs> yeah, it could be a different it could be a different scenario. So, um, it was funny that they were um, when they were talking about getting it. And not being, just a miseducation. Um, how Damon was like, he fucks with women, um, so he can't get it. Yeah. And then Poppy saying, nah, I get my dick sucked when it's hard times. Because he popped me because I thought he was just a masculine butch queen. Uh-huh. I didn't know he was the tray. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, oh. Little did you know. I cast spells too, baby. <laughs> I said, oh, okay, Poppy. Get your life. Right. Poppy's the tray. I'm little out here getting these coins. little Latinx tray." Wow. <laughs> Oh, uh, I was like, okay, then, you know, think about what are some of the misconceptions um, that you think, even now or back then, about HIV?
1: Oh. Like myths. Well, of course, uh, bottoms only get it, or you get it mm-hmm. sitting on toilet seats, or eating after somebody, mm-hmm. or if they spit on you,
0: or... Drinking cups, because you would come in somebody's house who have, and they, they throw the cups away. If, somebody- if They do it if you just gay, not just because... Not just because you got HIV, but just because you gay and you could have that disease that's going around with the gay people, Mm -hmm. people would throw plates away, throw cups away that you drunk out of just because you gay. Make
1: you eat off paper plates and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Uh, There was the paper plates. There was another one I was about to say.
0: Pulling out, just like. um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, just like, you know, the pull out method with pregnancy, people feel like if you pull out and don't nut. In oh, that's
1: that's that's Trey's anthem right there. That's, yeah, that's their mind. I didn't
0: nut in you, so no, I i can't catch nothing. What, yeah, like I, <laughs> I that's
1: so weird. If I've had dudes, like I've had this dude, like. <laughs> Is that too much to say on here? Go ahead. Oh, okay. So Four raw strokes? Yeah. <laughs> like, I have a dude like, <laughs> Let me just do
0: two raw strokes. Yeah, like, he was going let me just- Let do... me just pull the condom off and give you, <laughs> give you three raw strokes. you
2: three raw strokes. <laughs> he said, I'm only,
1: I'm only going to give you seven raw strokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't go to 10, I guess, then you, you're you not at risk. You're going to catch that. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, nah, let me just pull the condom up right before I nut. Right. I had to ask me that, like, let me just pull the condom up right before I nut and then just stroke it for a little bit and I'll pull it out and nut on your booty. What? Did he get pleasure and put you at maximum risk <laughs> to get <laughs> cut <combed> up? <laughs> Raw. Mm.
1: No. <laughs> he no got fire. the right girl,
0: baby. No. Uh-uh. So i um pulling out, only getting it from oral. Um... That you can't get it from women. We know you can get it from women. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that. Um, that it's only a gay disease. We now know that it's not just a gay uh, disease. Hello. Sir and ma'am. Right. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? That you can get it from kissing or you can get it from like casual contact. Um, like, all this stuff was lies. Was not true? Lies. Um, What some other shit, some weird shit that I thought. Um, Oh. I don't want to say who did this. But one of my friends used to put alcohol on their piece after. (laughs) I've done that before. (laughs) After you had that
1: little little witchy session. That little mommy like, ooh. (laughs) That <laughs> Let me
0: put a- some alcohol on my <laughs> feet. Yeah.
1: Ooh, birds. Not as much as the alternative. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> don't, grow, don't grow up and be like me.
0: Oh, lubing with neosporin. Oh, <laughs> yes what else um there's so many things that i've heard people do it like what you think that's gonna protect you <laughs> especially uh, in my younger days i was like what
1: uh, christian used to tell me that she would uh douche immediately after she got nutted
0: in <laughs> the worst oh yeah <laughs> so oh i heard that too where the girls would douche. Immediately after they got cummed in, to push the to clean the nut out of their booty hole, <laughs> bitch, you just pushed the nut deeper <laughs> up in your booty hole. <laughs> Stupid ass <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so all of these are myths and crazy shit people do to avoid um, not getting the disease. The scene switch to Candy and Angel, and they go to the low-budget silicone lady. (laughs) And she's funny and looking the best. But we already talked about silicone, so we're not going to go into it. But she looks scary, and I wouldn't even went to get her She looked like she's going to wear you out. And then what's funny, Clarissa said that she was going to give her a liter on each side of her body. And give her a liter, and it goes to each side of her body, baby. Miss Thing said, "I'm giving you four shots. Four That's shots in for this thousand dollars. I'm going to make you pretty, <laughs> not for this thousand, but for this money you gave me." There's so many silicone doctors that this situation remind remind me of, um, Rhonda from Ohio, Joanne, Monica, Kelly Harper rest in peace um vera mocha duchess um gosh amanda so many different people that are infamous and famous for being black market silicone doctors that some of them kill girls some of them change girls life Mm. anyway so, Candy finally, get, she gets pumped by the bad silicone lady. And she goes and goes and walks the ball. Luscious body. Right. And she gets her rise. And she gets her tens. And she wins her category. Because she does have a little bit more body. A little bit more body. She's still bony as a rail. Yeah. But she Cracking does, them walnuts, baby. <laughs> yeah. Still cracking them walnuts. But, you know, she wins her category. But in the moment, because of her silicone pumping, she... um she passes out right so um i had an exp- when i got pumped my experience was i have breathing problems not right now but every time after i get pumped that that week or two after there is something that happens where fluid goes into your lungs because your body is doing some autoimmune situation. And you was breathing like Lisa. And I was breathing like Lisa, girl. And it's almost like it's not breathing like you got asthma. It's breathing like just really short of breath, like you can't pull in as much air as you normally could. Mm. Um. But once that two weeks is over, it's my breathing is back to normal. So that is something that I experienced while I got pumped. So just in case, you know, Mm -hmm. you go get pumped, that's normal. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) To be fish. That's what it is. (laughs) So Angel and Stan. Oh, my God. So Angel and Stan – I live their best motherfucking life. <laughs> they are dancing about her little hotel, naked, and right. dancing. And have, baby, he is having a whole new honeymoon <laughs> right. while his wife is at home with his children. With her dishwasher. The, with her new dishwasher and necklace and bracelet. Right. <laughs> Fancy. <laughs> so, um, I thought that this was an interesting conversation. Because I have had this form of conversation with multiple men in my life, so it's like they hate that. It's it's hard to explain. So they hate that you. So I want you to speak from Coco's standpoint. <laughs> so like. <Light. laughs> So, Brandon's alter ego is Coco. Ah! <laughs> Shut up. So, <laughs> so, because I'm sure you've had these conversations, right? What, what kind of conversations? Conversations about why guys are into you. Oh, as yeah, a, yeah, as yeah. A, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> so, So, when... When I have conversations with guys, it's always, you know, part of them, it's like this pulling and tugging. Part of them like th- they're turned on by you. But it's part <laughs> of them that's like, oh, I hate that I like this. <laughs> <laughs> like it's 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 like a it's like this weird fence riding thing with them. Like they'll right in the beginning, oh, I'm lusting. Oh, and it, it don't matter what it is, whether they're the top or the bottom, or they're oral top or oral bottom, or they just like to oral. It's multiple things that a, a guy could be into, no matter what it is. Before the session starts, they like, oh, lusting after you. Uh-huh. When it's, I'm, and I'm just talking about the sexual part. Um, lusting after you, and then once it's done. They got this guilt. They got this, like, once oh. it's
1: done, they see clearly. Once they, they see can. clearly, <laughs> and
0: it's like, oh my God, why am I into this? Why, I, I, man, Yeah, I can't. That's why I only come to see you every six months. I only have this feeling every six months, <laughs> and I just got to get it out of my system. I had one that he would text me, what? he
1: would text me immediately. <laughs> God, he was so fine, and he would text me
0: immediately after saying, "I'm not gonna I do this mean, again." The door sh- just shut. The door and and he's just still shut. Still walking.
1: Hey, I'm not doing this this stuff no more. I'm not about to. This ain't my life. I don't live like this. I don't do. This. And yeah. then a week, two weeks later, a
0: week, two weeks later, months later, he, call me. what you doing? Hey, baby, what you doing? So, <laughs> just in case y'all confused, so Brandon is a gay male, but he has fun <laughs> dressing up. <laughs> an entertaining man. <laughs> <laughs> a butch <of> boy. <laughs> so, he is not a trans person. No. But he does engage with the type of men that lap that overlap with trans women. Okay? Right. So, there are some men... So, so I, have he, a, I have
1: a little bit of insight.
0: Right, a little bit of insight, especially in regards to the sexual realm because that's where he plays in those waters. So there are men who it does not matter if you just started yesterday... Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you st- been in the game It doesn't matter as long as you have tits in the dick And even if you don't have that as long as you got a wig on right. <laughs> And puts a bra and a panty on You ain't gotta have no surgery No nothing as long as you got a bra panty and a wig Cause I ain't, ooh. Got, a, I ain't got no titties <laughs> ooh. Ooh. ooh, baby you sexy <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter It's some dudes who it does not matter They will just because you got a wig on and the bra and panties and you're giving the image of a girl, Uh they will have you. It is for these guys. It's just sexual. It is just the the fact that you are cross dressing, the fact that you are something weird, the fact that you are the blend of the genders. It is just sexual. Yeah. Now you got some, and where they range at it could vary. So you got some that are more exclusive. You gotta have titties. Mm -hmm. Um, some of them. You gotta be f- passable. Some of them you um gotta be short and passable. Mm-hmm. Some of them you gotta have a big dick and passable. Right. Some of them are you gotta. I'll deal with you if you got a sex change.
1: Then you're a girl.
0: I know you. I know mm-hmm. you. I know you used to be a man, but you gotta have a sex change, and I'll let you suck my dick. Is that your tea, baby? Whose tea? Uh, T.S. Diamond? No, thank you. As uh-huh. uh, soon as a nigga say anything about it, I'll just let you suck my dick. What? Get the fuck out of here. Now, back in the day, like when I was a teenager, mm. I'd be like,
2: okay, okay. <laughs> All right. I'll suck
0: your dick. Okay. <laughs> just the fact to get you on my record. But now, I don't Child, you get the fuck out of here. You can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> so all of that kind of stuff, but uh, they the guys who deal with us. It ranges from just all these this layer of things. So you got to, the criteria for you to be their type. Just is just different. Uh huh. So this conversation between Stan and Angel, she is trying to figure out where his level is like do you like boys are you gay and for trans women it's like i was getting ready to ask you like
1: are y'all offended like if you find out that like a guy that y'all was dealing with or whatever used to like dudes or likes dudes or likes your dick or may be more attracted to your dick than you may have thought so does this all like make y'all go into negative thoughts about these trans-attracted people? So, I,
0: I'm... Not, I'm, Trans women are not a monolith, so we all have different views about this. So, I'm going to just tell you mine, okay? So, I'm not okay. speaking for um, all trans women because we all think differently and we all have this conversation. So, when I found out... When I find out a dude deals with men, I think he's gay. So, even if he's into me, I think he's gay. I think that this is just i'm just a step to close he likes women but he'll deal with anything like he's bi he's like not necessarily gay but bi bi is a better label i just feel like if you deal with dudes you honey, <laughs> you, you you buy but i have met dudes who don't deal with dudes mm-hmm. so then you got this other layer where I met dudes who won't deal with your piece. They won't play with your dick. They won't touch your dick. They won't do anything. But they want it there. Like old girls trade. Like electric, electric trade. Mm-hmm. I, it's just something about it being there that makes it exciting. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to. Now, mind you, I've been living a long time. I haven't met a dude that was like that that didn't, that didn't eventually want to touch it. Mm-hmm. They all eventually want to try to touch it. I, I, the ones I know. That's right, baby. So they, because it... it it's alluring and if you're the now if you can be the girl who is like I don't want you to touch my piece I've never been that girl I've been the girl that was kind of uncomfortable with it and I just did it because they wanted kind of like Angel said she did with Stan where she was like I did that for you Mm -hmm. I told you I don't like that shit so it was a time in my youth where I was like uh uh don't touch my piece I don't like people to do that Mm -mm." Mm. but then I went to college
1: (laughs) I've never been that girl,
0: ever. (laughs) Then I went to college and I met this dude and he was like the perfect blend of thug, aggressive, Mm. but submissive, kind of. Did he get
1: aggressive with that dick? Baby.
0: (laughs) He pipped me down and sucked my dick. Like, oh, you ain't going nowhere. All rough and manly. Very masculine, very, it was consensual, but very, if we were role playing, it would have been rapey. Oh, how lucky. You were so (laughs) lucky. (laughs) So, and he just, like, he was like, "Mm mm-mm. Like, he was really, I I was like, no. I don't want you to do that. Shut up, bitch. Give me that dick. (laughs) Put it in my mouth, bitch. (laughs) Basically. You like that, don't you, bitch? (laughs) No, he wasn't like that. (laughs) I don't like like to be called bitches. (laughs) But he basically, like, laid me down and forced me down and sucked my piece till I nutted. I was mm. like, mm, I love this. How romantic. <laughs> so, in, in in regards to that, he, he kind of opened my mind to it, and then like I said, I told you this before, clients kind of grew me up and got me comfortable with my sexual side and my body and being comfortable with my transness, and so as I got older, I stopped wanting to I used to just be pleasing niggas, sucking their dick, letting them fuck me. Sucking their dick, letting them fuck me. Like a good girl. No, thank you. (laughs) I wouldn't. And so I would, they would leave my house and I would have to jack off to get my nut. And it started to be late. Like I would have to masturbate to get my nut because this nigga didn't give me my nut.
1: After your booty hole blown out.
0: Uh, booty hole blown out. My jaw <laughs> locked up. Teeth, right. teeth done got into the gums, into the, the you know, behind your <laughs> lips. We've you been sucking dick for too long. Yes. And your teeth, and you covering your teeth, and it done ate into your lips, and it hurt, and your lips is raw the dick, fuck out. <laughs> dick sucking problem. And I ain't still ain't got no nut. Still ain't got no nut. <laughs> And I'm sure there's some cis women out here that done fuck niggas and they ain't got a nut, and when they nigga leave, they got to pull out the vibrator.
1: Oh, dudes that, <laughs> that fuck me. Just re- right. regular, like, niggas. <laughs> and
0: they leave, and I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I ain't get no nut. Yeah, see, so I stopped, I stopped liking that. So I stopped liking the feeling of not being pleasured. And so now my requirement for anybody that's messes with me, you have to suck dick. You have to make me nut from head before we do anything. And then once that's over, we can do all the rest of the bottom. I can bottom. I can suck your dick. I can whatever. But you got to suck my dick. So just, just for everybody who knows, if you have met a man that I've dated and been with, they all suck dick. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 they all <laughs> have. Every single one. You Every time not... you kiss them, you taste in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> not one. Since I was 23 Anybody that I mess with, you got to give head. Got to. Yep. Hey, if you see somebody go in the apartment, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was interesting that um, Angel was having this conversation with him because it, I thought it was weird that she was getting jealous of the wife. Like, of course he fucks his wife. <laughs> like, she was like, did you shoot your load with your wife? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> of course. He fucks his wife. That's his fucking wife. I was like, if you don't go sit your ass down. Did you shoot your low, baby? <laughs> and, you know, I think we all go through a stage where we're trying to figure out if guys are into dudes. Because it kind of does invalidate us a little bit. Like, it kind of like, if they mess with dudes, like, how are you thinking me like a dude? It makes you it makes you feel like that. I
1: feel like it shouldn't make you
0: feel like that, though. It does. So, it, I, it, I feel like
1: if you are a strong trans woman, securing your transness.
0: That's nice, but it's still. I, when you're young, you don't feel. I you feel like. Mm, are you thinking me as a faggot? <laughs> are you thinking me as a what? What? <laughs> like it, it makes you. It Is makes you, you gay? It makes you question. It makes you question it. So now that I'm older, shit, I don't had niggas with butch queens. <laughs> it's, kinda, it's no. It's I don't worry about it as much now. But um, when I was younger, yes, it was something that I cared about. Um, mm-hmm. Um then uh, they kind of explored another level cuz she was going she was drunk and going crazy but how when you get rid of the dick you lose what you could be possibly losing. What they actually like about you? Well, you're losing the power, baby. You're losing the magic. <laughs> losing the magic. Yeah. Now you are just a regular woman. And I know a couple. I off.
1: know. I know a few trans women that have went through that. They, baby, they they got their surgery, came back, showed it off, felt like they were the most sickening of the most sickening, and that girl mm-hmm. got their coochies. Uh, honey, the trades stop living, their clients stop living, then they stop living for everything and go into depression. I know, I mean, it mm-hmm. uh, I know, ooh, some a deep, kill fast itself. spiral. Oh, I don't know about it. Killed it, yeah, I know themselves. Yeah. like, ooh, yeah, the, the magic's gone, baby. Yeah, who wants a unicorn with no horn?
0: Praise the Lord, that's <laughs> a word right there. That's a word. <laughs> pray and the three boys go get tested mm-hmm. and pray out of all of them gets the positive results. So he's positive. Well, the negative results of being positive. Is that the better way to say it? Yes. So he gets the, that he's positive for HIV. um, and the crazy part in the situation is that he has to suffer alone in the moment and keep it together for the other boys. Mm-hmm. That was the kind of heartbreaking scene where, for me, I was like, "God!" So in the moment where he needs the most support, he, he, can't the most most, he can't get it at all. He can't get it at all. He and he. Well, I think if he would have went out there and told them, they would have gave him the support. Well, yeah, yeah, but. But then, of course, that the means stigma. spilling his tea. That means spilling the tea. That means the stigma. That means I got to deal with people looking at me like, oh, I. But he could even. But he, there's Blanca. He could. He could. Talk yeah. He knew that later yeah. on it, he could tell Blanca. So I yeah. guess that could be. But in the moment yeah. when you're being told I'm in the, this face, I'm in the in front of this person who I don't know, who I know is probably Jasmine, me. girl. This is what y'all get mm-hmm. <laughs> or or maybe I'm not i'm i I'm, I'm ah, they may not know that, but they may not even be thinking that, but I might think you thinking I don't like, think you think that. Yeah, yeah, especially at this time, so it's like uh, do you not want to touch me if i'm am I gonna go out here to my friends and they not want to touch me?
1: Yeah, I would my mind would be all over the place like yeah, I, just
0: him dealing with that alone is crazy. It
1: would be all over the place and I would be trying to act like it wasn't. And so that would be a lot for me.
0: So, um then I think one of the interesting things he said when he that she gave him his results, he was like, "Well, it could be a false positive." And we False positives and false negatives are a real thing, but they're really, really rare. Mm -hmm. Like, really, really rare. Like, one in every 100,000. Yeah. And they actually test you twice. When you are positive, they actually test you twice just to make sure. So, the chances of you getting a false positive... Is even more lower because
1: I think I think one test is the ELISA test. The other test is the Western
0: blot test. I mm-hmm. think it's the, those are the two tests. How did right. I, that randomly just came up in my mind. Well, as long as you know. <laughs> <laughs> so they test you twice, and the, so they're for sure, you know. But him bringing it up, and she was like, "No, baby." And I think she says it. She was like, "No, we tested it twice."
1: Well, my, and the, it,
0: like I remember you saying that,
1: like you was like I was gonna be gagged, but. Him being positive was not a gag to me. Like I thought it was I thought it was said but not said like in the prior episodes and even this episode, like when he was, when at, he oh, was talking yeah, to Bianca Blanca. Yeah. And she said um about his disinterest in getting tested. Like anymore. I stopped getting tested. Yeah. Like to me, that sounds like somebody who is positive or greatly thinks they're po- or really suspects they're positive and they're living I mean, I don't to, I don't know, it was not a gag to me, like it was not a shock to me at all. Like that's who I thought really was going to have it mm-hmm. like I thought they were going to try to make it seem like Damon got it from Ricky or something like that and then and then spin it and let let it be pretail. Mm. Like to me tell, I it was no surprise to me. Like mm. and y- you seemed like you was gagged over. I it. was gagged. I was gagged yeah. cuz
0: I thought that Cuz it I was thought... like a big shock to you. Not a big shock but I think it was the circumstances. I think the I think the gag was the situation where he had to be alone and couldn't tell anybody. Oh, that well, moment.
1: that was a that was a heavy moment, but it wasn't. No but I think
0: they me. set, and I think the gag was they set it up to where it could be Ricky. Yeah, and because I, because I did, I
1: did. I did kind of think at first I was like, yeah, they're they going to try to make it. But no, nah, that's not going to be it. But then I was like, hmm, maybe Ricky, maybe Damon, maybe you do have the witch's brew girl. Mm-hmm. But
0: then, you know. Yeah, then they gave it to Praytell. I said, so, "Oh, okay, so yeah." So, Praytell kept kept his results from the boys, and he walked out of the room, and he was telling them, "You know, I'm negative," and they all happy go lucky, happy that they all negative. And um, he goes and he's making a dress. He made a dress for Blanca for um, Damon's recital. So mm-hmm. um, Blanca is sitting there. In her dress, look at love. Real pretty dress. Real pretty blue dress um, with her spiral girl's hair up, being classy, about to go to the ballet, see her child. Girl. Um, honey. And she's in this happy moment. And mm. she's like, you know, there's some bad days, but today is a good one. And then he says, kaboom. <laughs> How about that. Pray says, well, honey. <laughs> um, Pre-tell discloses his results to Blanca that he's positive. Um, I didn't like the writing in this moment I didn't like the writing of this scene like she said some things that I don't think a person would say like first of all he tells her well I got my results and I lied about my results so why would you need to ask him in that scene Blanca mm-hmm. the girl who knows who is positive why would you need to say pray tell <laughs> Are you positive? I thought that was weird. (laughs) And then she turns around and says, the girl who is lying to everybody about her positive status turns around and asks Pray why would you lie about this? What? Why would she? I just thought the writing was weird in this moment. Like, it started after this, those (laughs) questions. Pray I was like, (laughs) I was like, girl. Pray Girl no why would she ask you know why he would lie about this same bitch same reason why you lie to make the scene dramatic <laughs> I didn't like that I didn't think the writing <laughs> in that particular part because then she says something powerful she says um he says he pray Tell says I'm about to die like I'm about to waste away in the hotel in this hospital and her, was, her gloomy prophecy yeah so the so and why the nurse don't want to bring me my food and she was like no you're not he was like we've seen it yes and that's i think that's the difference between now and then it's like we have some hope so taking some risks seems like oh okay cuz we know we can go just go get on some meds mm-hmm. but then there was no good meds it was not it people were dropping like flies mm-hmm. and so you can't give somebody a positive talk like you right. can't give them the pat on the back it's going to be all right because, no, it's, we've seen people die two weeks from this. We've seen people die, and we know people right now in the hospital about to go out to party in soiled uh, fucking nightgowns. We've seen this. I've, we've lived this. We know mm. that this is our future. Mm-mm. So then she says, she says, and um, what your it said, don't nobody care about a cure. And then she says, somebody does. Somebody gonna find a cure and
1: poor, the, na- poor no- naive girl
0: win the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, and it just shows you how hopeful Blanca is. She's hopeful. She's one of those optimistic people. You know, she's trying to live her life to the fullest. And I think that's the beauty of the ending of this episode and go back to what I said in the beginning. This is an unconventional family trying to hold it together in the middle of one of the most devastating American tragedies, When, mm. especially when it comes to past, I don't want to minimize slavery and, <laughs> uh-huh. and the civil rights. I'm talking about post-civil rights. This was the American tragedy this this is think about how we felt about ebola when that you know like a couple of years ago when ebola was like oh somebody had ebola coming to the the united states and and, you know it was kind of crazy everybody was on a scare that this could really spread and be late for us right um think about if it was already here and people were dying and people just the feeling of that it was crazy so i just i can imagine how crazy it could be and how we can send people into a panic. Um, but I think this is a family just trying to keep each other afloat, mm-hmm. trying to keep each other living and loving life and seeing at the end when Damon um, had his dance recital and then his family With them cakes there. and them tights. Ooh, them white cakes and them I white tights. <laughs> With them, them cakes and them white I tights. <laughs> Damn it cakey so <laughs> <laughs> so the family standing there looking at him uh performing and then the teacher having that moment with blanca at the end where she looked at it and blanca said thank you right. um you know that i thought nice. all of that was beautiful oh. i thought that was all beautiful so that was episode four you got anything you want to add um no we covered
1: it all this was just um I really enjoyed this it's episode. It's getting better
0: and better. Yeah, it's getting really better and better. And I I see why this is the um the most watched episode. I hope it's growing. Yeah, because this I mean every even the acting, even though the little scene in the diner was kind of is it, excruciating. It's, it's getting better. <laughs> but everything is getting better. I love for Miss Candy. Candy really was giving you her <laughs> when she was reading Pray Tell and then when she was in there with the silicone doctor. Well, like doctors. you said,
1: I think she's one of the better actors.
0: I think so, too. I think yeah. um, Angelica is one of the better actors. Hmm. So I do enjoy Angel's acting, too.
1: Uh, yes, yeah, so I was getting ready to say her Angel and
0: Angelica, like yeah. their acting sticks out.
1: Yeah, Blanca, I live for Blanca a lot too. But sometimes I get a little cheese
0: from her. And then oh, and of course Billy Porter, um, Preteo. Pray Pray oh tell yeah 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 a, yeah, especially
1: works. the especially the diagnosis scene. Woo. Yeah, he wore me out. Yeah. So yeah, I uh. I don't but know. he's
0: the se- I think he's the seasoned actor. Oh okay well yeah yeah he's the Broadway yeah Billy Porter he was in um, Miss Kitty Pussy Boots or Kitty Boots or something some Broadway play that he was in. Um yeah, he's a seasoned actor. Okay, what so is it's it? getting it's getting better. Mm-hmm. So, I hope y'all tune in till next time. We will be watching um, episode five tonight because you know we put the review out Sunday yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> the fever, so, the fever. I hope y'all enjoy. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it. Thank you for coming and getting a taste of Marsha's plate. You can listen to us on iTunes. And that's it for us, y'all. Bye. Bye bye. You gonna say bye, Mia? Oh, bye, y'all. Oh. <laughs> 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 Every little thing's gonna be all right. <laughs>